section seven of the crime of sylvestre bonnard by anatole france this librivox recording is in the public domain october twenty five eighteen fifty nine my resolve had been taken and my preparations made it only remained for me to notify my housekeeper i must acknowledge it was a long time before i could make up my mind to tell her i was going away i feared her remonstrances her railleries her objurgations her tears she is a good kind girl i said to myself she is attached to me she will want to prevent me from going and the lord knows that when she has her mind set upon anything gestures and cries cost her no effort in this instance she will be sure to call the concierge the scrubber the mattress-maker and the seven sons of the fruit-seller they will all kneel down in a circle around me they will begin to cry and then they will look so ugly that i shall be obliged to yield so as not to have the pain of seeing them any more such were the awful images the sick dreams which fear marshalled before my imagination yes fear fecund fear as the poet says gave birth to these monstrosities in my brain for i may as well make the confession in these private pages i am afraid of my housekeeper i am aware that she knows i am weak and this fact alone is sufficient to dispel all my courage in any contest with her contests are of frequent occurrence and i invariably succumb but for all that i had to announce my departure to therese she came into the library with an armful of wood to make a little fire un flamme she said for the mornings are chilly i watched her out of the corner of my eye while she crouched down at the hearth with her head in the opening of the fireplace i do not know how i then found the courage to speak but i did so without much hesitation i got up and walking up and down the room observed in a careless tone with that swaggering manner characteristic of cowards by the way therese i am going to sicily having thus spoken i awaited the consequence with great anxiety therese did not reply her head and her vast cap remained buried in the fireplace and nothing in her person which i closely watched betrayed the least emotion she poked some paper under the wood and blew up the fire that was all finally i saw her face again it was calm so calm that it made me vexed surely i thought to myself this old maid has no heart she lets me go away without saying so much as ah can the absence of her old master really affect her so little well then go monsieur she answered at last only be back here by six o'clock there's a dish for dinner to-day which will not wait for anybody end of section seven